This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch. This is episode 216 of the Shattered Soulstone. We got mail access. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash soulstone2019. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, your MP3 player, or room phone. Today is June 23rd, 2019. I'm your main man, Dead Green. Like always, I brought like one of my second favorite people coming to you from all the hardcore characters and... Paragon points. It's Shazam. What's going on? <laughs> I messed that up a little bit. That's all right. <laughs> I was going to say something else, and then I was like, eh. Yeah, all right. I should write those down so I don't mess them up. Yeah. Here's what it is. <laughs> How was your week, brother? Um, it was all right. The, um, I honestly can't remember what I did. Monday, Monday through Friday. To be honest with you, I probably did greater riffs. I can't remember, but um, Friday night I ran a whole bunch of keys. Thursday night I ran a whole bunch of keys, and um, Saturday I decided I'm going to get a bunch. Of, I was going to get fifty Paragon that day. I had to have done something because I got fifty Paragon from Monday through. Th- Monday through Thursday, so I did something. Um, so Saturday morning, I, I I started playing, and I got like thirty five Paragon on Saturday, and then um, later in the evening, it was you and you guys, you and Rona and everybody were doing, I think puzzle rings. Me, me and Tut didn't want to do puzzle rings, <laughs> so we started doing greater riffs, and then Ritzy joined in, and all three of us were doing 105 greater riffs, and then we had, trying to think how it went, I think Ritzy went to bed, and then Rona joined us, so it was three of us, still three of us doing 105s. 
and we're like, ah, screw it, we'll get Manlo, he'll just stand at the door, but he'll be a, he'll just be a body for us to get to get a four, you know, the four man um, <laughs> yeah, four man buff. So we did that till hell. It was like two thirty in the morning Eastern time where we were done doing that on Sunday morning. So um, yeah, I got like I think twenty Paragon that night just 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 by doing that. Ted got the fourteen hundred, Rona got the eleven hundred, and I got the fourteen fifty. So. We're all in a good place right now. And then um, Sunday, this morning, I, I was playing, and I honestly just didn't feel like playing it. You know, I just didn't feel like playing Softcore Demon, I mean Softcore Crusader. I didn't feel like doing any of that. So instead, so instead of like not play, instead of like turning Diablo off, I was like, ah, screw it up. Let's see what I can do with a hardcore character. <laughs> so I messaged Tut, and I was like, can you power level me to 70? And he goes, I don't have a hardcore character. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I, I messaged you, and you were offline at the time, and you were going to. Going shopping with your wife and stuff. So I was like, ah, screw it, I'll do it myself. So I started leveling up a, a hardcore crusader. And like by by like um, level 12, like a Leorix crown drops. And I'm like, I'm off to the races. And then like right after I got the Leorix crown, I got... And... It, it sucks I got it this early, but I got a I got a, a goblin farm that I couldn't kill a single goblin. <laughs> so I just oh, man. I just went around hitting them just so they just kept dropping more and more shit, you know. And I whatever. And um I got a whole bunch of gems that way. <laughs> so, you can't kill any of them. <laughs> oh man. So um Oh, uh, what the... Yeah, I had the Leorix crown. And for some... some, I don't know, strike of luck. I got an odious collector. I killed him and I got the born set pattern. I'm like... I'm like, hell! This is, this is becoming easy! So, <laughs> I did just level a 21 to get the born set. I put the born set on. And I'm leveling up more, quicker and quicker and stuff. And then I get to like level 34, and I'm in a rift, and um, somebody in, in my clan like invites me to a party, and I'm like, like, well, they know I'm level 34, so apparently they're gonna help me. So I, you know, I jumped into their game, and they put it on, they put it on Torment Six. And I'm just sitting there, you know, having a good old time, standing at the door, letting them kill everything. Uh, granted, they're they're only like Paragon 600, you know, softcore. Like I could murder them, like three hits, my demon hunter would kill them. But um, got me to 70, and then they put turned up to, to torment 16. 
And literally 10 feet from the door is a legendary. Now, I'm sorry. If it's 10 feet from the door, I don't care if it's hardcore or not. I'm getting it. Because <laughs> that could be a legend. That could be an ancient weapon. And you're off to the races then. Oh. So I walked over and got it. And then this guy, Then they start yelling at me. It's one item. You could have ruined. You could have killed your character, and I'm like, oh god. I'm like, <laughs> I got my cheat death on. I'm not, you know, I'm not the stupidest Diablo three player. I'm pretty good, you know. I've been around the block. I'm not Rona. I'm not greed. I don't teleport in the. I don't teleport in the in the green. <laughs> I had lag issues, bro. <laughs> so I get it. And I, I um, identify it, and guess what it was? It was an ancient weapon. What are the odds? <laughs> was it a Grim Falcons? No, it was a Maximus. Something like that. Oh. So, I didn't have it very long. So, um, I'm like, oh yeah, 750% damage, damage reduction, yes. Uh, you know, that, it's, it's not 750. You know that, right? Because you're wearing a Born set. I, I had the Born set off by then. Okay. Well, then. There you go. So, um... So, yeah. I get the I get the ear lashing, or keyboard lashing from walking over to get the item. And then, um... Like I told you earlier, the next step was to get, do a, 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 a Greater Rift... 90 and I'm sorry if I'm if I'm gonna power level somebody I'm not gonna do something that's like I could barely get it done and I'm gonna kill everything because that's what I do so this the guy take the person takes me and the whole first floor I got like 99 paragon I'm like hell yeah I'm like, oh crap, he went to the next floor. And I'm sitting there, I'm debating, do I go after him or do I stay here? Hmm. Like, ah, screw it, I gotta cheat death. He probably killed everything, he's multi-shot, screw it. And I start going on my horse. There's a skeleton, I'm like, ah, screw it, it's just a skeleton, he ain't gonna do nothing. And I get further along and it's like, a whole bunch more monsters and I'm like... Ah, crap. I still made it. I obviously popped my um, cheat death. Made it to the door. Went through the went through the door. Didn't die. <laughs> Didn't do that again. Because the next floor was like the, the weird... Like, that's like the bones on the sides of like the map. So it's like... You have no idea, like which which way is the right way and stuff. So I'm like, screw it. I'm not even attempting to go through this floor. Like a cave set up tight. Um, yeah, like the respiratory, like the respiratory of bones or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maps it's like that. Hallways that it, and they go like it's. Yeah. yeah. I hate that map. So they. They killed the Rift Guardian. I've teleported to him. 
They got me like 220 Paragon. Which I'm thankful for. And then, um, I tell them if, if they have any ancients, like any ancients whatsoever, I'll take them. But I don't want anything else, really, because anything else doesn't help me at all. So they gave me everything but ancients. They gave me, like, a cinder coat from a demon hunter, a quilla cross from a demon hunter, all kinds of weird stuff from a demon hunter. Like, I don't... I can't use any of this crap. So, um, you know, I start doing regular riffs, you know, and stuff like that. And I did what? I think I did a, um, a greater rough 25 or something like that. So, like, two hours played on this character. I did a, a 25. You know, it's not, it's not great, but I got, like, three ancients. So, and I have, <laughs> like... Half of my gear isn't even the the blessed shield gear, so like the more the more gear I get, the better I'll I'll be. But I plan on being high on that leaderboard too. I dropped below. I dropped like in the two hundreds on softcore today, so I figure if I can get back into the one hundreds and then. Maybe getting all the one hundreds on hardcore, and that that'd be all right, I think. Yeah. Hardcore and softcore being in the top one hundred, I, I mean top two hundred, that that is not bad. But you know, that's my week. Well, um, played some more No Man's Sky this week. Played some Diablo. Man, that No Man's Sky, I'm liking it. Dang, I'm having too much fun over there. It's it's, um, it's, it's kind of a thing. It's, uh, so, I was... Um, I, I've been jumping from, uh, from uh, system to system, uh, trying to upgrade my uh, backpack and my freaking storage spaces. And I... I'm literally just picking random systems to jump to because, you know, I'm just trying to jump to all these different systems. And I just jumped to a random system and um, I needed uh, I needed some material. And when I flew into the system, the planet that I flew right in front of, it had like that, what I needed on it. And so I was like, well, I'll just fly down there real quick, pick some up. I needed like... 200 of a material so I was like okay so I landed down there and right when I land it's like a manufacturing facility and I was like oh well since I'm here I'll run inside and see what kind of weapon because you know they got the little cases for the weapons run inside boom it's a 23 slot alien class A I'm like, dang, that's freaking way better than mine. I had like a 20 slot A. And this is an alien. So it's like, the stats are way better. I was like, damn. So I picked it up. So all the stuff I had on my weapon, I lost. It's all gone. So now I'm just back down to just a base weapon with no augments, basically. And I was like, okay, I'm fine with that. I can get more augments. Um, you know, it's fine. 
I was like, I'm happy. I got the, the alien multi tool. It's uh, it's not a 24 slot. 24 slots the max. It's not an S. It's an A. It's fine. Okay. So I get my ship. I fly around, find some material, get the material I need. I fly up to the space station because I was gonna. Uh, if you go to new every time you the first time you go to a space station, you can buy an uh, an exosuit upgrade, which is what I was doing. So, uh, and again, at the space station, there's a little box, and you can look in there, and there might be, at the weapon vendor, there might be a good weapon in there, and I check it every time. Every time I go to a space station, I check to see what it, what it is. And so, I land at the space station, I go up, upgrade my suit, sweet, I walk over to the uh, weapon vendor dude, and BAM! Alien! S-Class, 24 slot, better than the one I just picked up two minutes ago. It's the best weapon in game. Well, second best. The other only only other best weapon is an experimental instead of alien with all the same stats. But basically the same. So I just threw the other alien gun away and picked that one up. I'm like, damn... I have never even seen an alien weapon in the game, and I've checked. I've grinded for hours trying to get it. Well, I turn around, and I'm headed back to my ship, and I'm super happy. And I'm thinking, well, I'm going to jump around a little bit and see if I can upgrade my... Because i got to put all these augments on, on my weapon. And I was like, well, I'll jump around a little bit and see if I can get augments for my weapon. I'm headed back to my ship, and an exotic S... Uh... 48 slot 16 slot technology ship lands and I went and bought it so all within like two minutes I got the best ship the exact ship I wanted and the best weapon ha winner <laughs> so now I'm working on my base and um, I've kind of been jumping back and forth between No Man's Sky and Diablo right now I'm um, I'm kind of in a in a position where I can just speed run 100s uh, for gym ups, kind of not even a thing. I'm not really in any danger of dying unless I'm in a group because it's it's a that's a real solo. I'm playing the the Legacy of Nightmares Carnival, uh, Big Bad Voodoo version. Uh, I want to move to the. Um, I want to move over to. The resurrection, but I don't have enough paragon points because um, you need a lot more toughness to run over to the resurrection. Because you have to drop your, um, you have to you have to drop your um, frightening aspect, which is fifty percent armor. So I'm going to lose fifty percent toughness and pick up resurrection, which will double my double my DPS. So I'll go from like. You know, four, four point one million damage to like nine or eight, eight point two or whatever the heck it is. It'd be over eight million damage, which is a lot. Um, I went ahead and got rid of my uh, thing in the deep. You know, the frog that gives me all the pickup radius, and I moved over to a string of skulls. And, and the reason why is because 
the string of skulls can roll eight percent uh, elite damage, and it can roll an extra an extra stat. So, all my string of skulls, I got crit, attack, area damage, and um, the elite eight uh, percent total elite damage. Uh, so it's you know way more it's way, it's way more what I need I heard you talking about your hellfire and um, me and me and Rona were talking or um, Ritzy sorry Rona me and Ritzy were talking about it because you roll like double crit and strength on yours right you yeah. do not roll you don't you don't roll elemental damn why because I believe 10% more crit hit damage or crit hit chance is going to be better than 20% fire damage or 15% fire damage or 16% fire damage. Hmm. I just... Because you figure... Always, I've always a, rolled the elemental damage on my necklace. Yeah. I've never even thought about not having it on there. And I rolled element. I I didn't roll elemental damage on my on the weapon on the necklace I got. It has elemental damage, and I rolled attack speed on it. And I looked at the leaderboard, and literally the top twenty-five witch doctors has crit crit attack speed. So I'm like, dang it, man! My freaking hellfire's rolled wrong, and it's a really good hellfire. So now I'm gonna have to start doing more hellfires, I guess, right? Because I gotta get. Um, I mean, is that what's holding me back? I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say, right? Ideally, like mine would be better if it was fire crit crit, or attack speed crit crit. Um, but that's strength crit crit's what I got, and I'm yeah. I'm plenty happy with it. Yeah, you can't reroll too, right? Yeah. So, in other words, you you were going to have either strength, fire, crit, or strength, crit, crit, right? I was either going to have fire, crit, crit, or attack speed, crit, crit. I don't care about the strength. Yeah, that's what I'm, what I'm saying is you chose to roll something else into crit instead it, of into fire. Yes. See, I was looking at your hellfire and I was thinking, man... Why do you not have fire damage? I wasn't thinking of it that way. And like I said, I've always rolled fire or elemental damage on my necklace and my bracers. It's it's almost been like a, it's almost like a religion. Like I have to have it. And I probably burnt. Oh my god! I bet I burnt ten or fifteen that that was like crit crit. Intellect. So I don't know. I looked at. I have. Uh, I have about fifteen necklaces in my bag, and I looked them all over. There was two. There was two that. Oh, I have one that's freaking uh, attack speed crit crit, but it's midnight feast passive, and I can't use that. So, I. I mean, I could use it if I if I run that um, legacy and nightmare pet walker build, but that's not the build I'm running. In order to use it, I'd have to I'd have to dump all my gear and get brand new gear. It's it's like okay, that's not a that's not even a thing, you know. 
Yeah. So, I don't know. It just, you think you know the game. You know, you think you know, like, oh, I, I know what I'm supposed to have on a necklace. And then, you know, your buddy goes, hey, I got crit, crit strength. And you're thinking, what? Why do you got crit, crit strength? And then you start looking at the leaderboard and you're like, ah, dang it. My freaking necklace ain't rolled right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess it is what it is, right? It just... It's like, hey, man. Yeah. But, yeah, so I'm... Um, my wife and my son came back from from Germany. I went and picked them up Saturday. And uh, got home. And um, my son rolled a wizard. Leveled the wizard to 70. And then, he re- and then immediately uh, dumped the wizard... And rolled a monk. Cause huh. We're gonna. Uh, he's gonna do support. Uh, he's gonna run a support monk, and uh, because the way I look at it, if he runs support monk, he keeps me alive. Then I can dump frightening aspect to pick up uh, resurrection, and I can double my DPS, and we can we can climb way higher, and we can level our gems way higher, and we can get our augments way higher, and our paragon. So. Um. Hopefully, uh, he didn't play. I was gonna level him and see if I could get him some gear, but uh, he was playing Minecraft with his girlfriend or something. So that's a thing. But uh, I'm sure he'll level up and get some gear sometime, and then we'll be able to at least run two mans, if not three or four. Uh, four would be awesome, but at least two, right? Because he'll be here and he's off for the summer. For I mean, I don't know. I don't know about his work schedule, but off out of school for the summer anyway. And then, you know, maybe we can finish the season because the season is probably going to be over in August, which will be around school time anyway. So maybe we can finish the season and just smash and, you know, just because I haven't played, uh, I don't think he's played Diablo since like season 12. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, he kind of jumps back and forth. I mean, you know how it is. I mean, it's it's a free game, so if you come back, you come back. And you know, a lot of our fans out there, they, they haven't played in a long time, but they come back because this is a he he likes the legacy and nightmares buff. And and to tell you the truth, um, and if you listen to the show, you'll know when it when we first started hearing that it was legacy and nightmares buff, I was like, who cares? Two thumbs like really legacy and nightmares, really. That's what I thought. Man, I love this more. I I thought I loved the Ring of Royal Grandeur buff. I thought that was the best thing since sliced bread. Mm-mm. This is way better. I don't know if they can... Like, when they had the Ring of Royal... When they had the, Royal, the Ring of Royal Grandeur buff, I thought they couldn't top themselves. Now they got the Legacy of Nightmares. And I'm like, man, they can't... What are they going to do next, bro? I can't... I don't know. It's, uh... I haven't seen anything from the PTR yet. Uh, should be soon, right? Should be. Next couple weeks, I would say. But yeah, it's a... Uh... I wouldn't really count on it next week, though. No, no, I'm not saying next week. I'm just saying within some time. Sometime, it's got to be within the next month, for yeah. sure. I mean, we're a month in right now. Well, a month and a week, right? So... Um, next week will be a month and a half, month and three quarters. So I don't know, a couple weeks maybe. It'd be nice just to see 
the patch notes just to see what they're what they're planning for the next season. And uh, now that uh, my my beloved uh, Diablo fans is back, I can check out the news. <laughs> they're good with that stuff. Well, anyway, the lovely, lovely Jen. And uh, so she whispers me today and she goes, hey, I checked the email. We don't have anything. And I was like, cool. Thank you. Uh, and then she was like, I'm going to holler at uh, Medros and see. Um, and then Medros whispers me and was like, hey, all the email will go to your email now. So now when you email the show, Greed will get it. We'll have we'll have email access. So email us, dang it. Uh, talk about the stuffs. And uh, so anyway, that was Jen's one of Jen's contributions to the show. Of course, she's gonna edit, but so thank you, Jen and Medros, because now we got full access to all email. So, yeah. Wait. Fill up Greed's box. Yeah, that sounded not good, bro. <laughs> Yeah, fill up my box with emails about emaily type topics. <laughs> Game related, please. <laughs> anyway, Jen, another thing Jen does, Jen Lord's Corner. She got a new episode. I have not listened to it yet. I'm sure it's great. Uh, I have it downloaded on the real man's phone and will listen to it uh, while I'm walking Monday. And, uh, yeah, you know, Jen's Lore Corner. Uh, where can you find that? That is at thebookofjen.net. She has uh, blogs, other, all kinds of uh, write-up stuff. She does a great job. She has all the podcast archived there. So if you uh, haven't, uh, maybe you're behind. And, uh, you know, maybe you only listen to five episodes, for example. And you can just go through there and blaze uh, what they call that binge watch. Or I guess you call it binge listen. If you don't watch her podcast, you listen to it. But anyway, yeah, go to bookofjen.net and uh, check it out. She's got a podcast called Jen's Lore Corner, and she'll tell you all about the lures of Diablo. Uh, you have any... Oh, you're going to do the community feedback, right? Yeah. All right, hit it, bro. Um, I've been thinking... If... The people that are on Discord, I, I, I'm always since since I became a show host back in January. I know some people are gonna say it's been sooner than that, but I came on this show in January and I haven't left. <laughs> but um, I try and make this show like as good as I can make it within my control. I try and make it. Um, I don't know how to. I don't know how to put it. Um, I try. I try and go above and beyond. Like try and make it better and better and better. Like I've been trying to get. I've been trying to get guests on. Some people are going to be on in the future. Um, some people have declined being on the show. Some people don't know what this show is, which. I find kind of find that hard to believe, but whatever. 
Some pe some of us don't even know who them streamers are. So, right back at you. You know. Hey, I didn't know. I didn't know who that was. Um. But I'm gonna bring back something that I've seen in these sh these show notes since since I got emailed these show notes back in episode 198. And, <laughs> yeah, because it's it always shows up as my um my favorite as on on my favorites and says episode one ninety eight. <laughs> that, that never updates. <laughs> always down here, it always said question of the show, and I'm like, for like the past two years, I've never even seen a, I've never even heard of a question of the show. What is this? So okay, that that is a segment from maybe three, possibly four years ago. They used to do every show. They used to have a question of the show, and they would be like, "Hey, uh, what's your favorite class?" And then people would write in and be like, "I like wizards or whatever." And uh, it, and we basically kind of put it on the back burner because I think the last five or six questions of the show I don't think they got a response to oh really so it was, I think it just like the community just wasn't participating that much and I, I just I've left them on there because you know maybe someday we'll bring them back you know what I mean and maybe we just needed a break from the question of the, maybe we had too many questions of the shows yeah and and uh, it's fine. I, I don't I don't I don't. Uh, it's not like I'm like oh I hate questions of the show. Nah, it's fine. Uh, you know if we want to do one, that's cool. Uh, and we have gotten a lot more community response here lately, especially. And when we were doing those, or I, I would say we, but they because I wasn't here. Uh, they didn't have Discord, and Discord is a, is a is a really powerful community tool. Um. So I think with using Discord, I think it, it'd be easier to do this segment. Anyway, I kind of took over your thing. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to try and bring that back. Um, nice. If you guys haven't paid attention in, in Discord, I posted this, I don't know, a couple days ago. But I, I, I knew I wasn't going to... I wasn't going to... Um, post anybody's reply this week I was going to give it a couple days and an entire week you know to get people that you know don't pay attention to discord like every channel and I just figured I would let a show go by you know so they can hear it and then you know respond give them a you know a good time to give enough time to respond I know Jen's responded already she was Ooh. so far she's the only one but um anyway here's i'm gonna go with my spiel now in the community feedback channel please post replies because that's about the we you know we never use like half these other channels so we're gonna start using them um we will read them on the show by the way i if if greed doesn't i'll read them i don't care doesn't it's not hard to flip the discord and just read through 
a couple lines. Um, but the question that I'm proposing is in D4, what kind of enemy would you think would look cool in the game? My, um, one of my answers, because I've been thinking about this for like a month now, uh, to be completely honest with you. And I think, like, back half, like, back half of a monster being a bat, front half of it being a piranha. Flying piranha, basically. Um, and when you get more than one together, like, you know, they basically, you know, what do piranhas do? They, you know, latch on and start biting you. And this, and the way to get rid of it, you know, to get rid of these piranhas, you would have to either vault, you know, jump on your horse, you know, you know, teleport, whatever else everybody else has to thing, or just let them bite you for a couple seconds and they'll finally get off you. Um, but I feel, you know, I don't know. I just, another one, like, I don't know, like some demon body with like, one of them horse heads from Whimsydale and it shoot fire out its mouth. Like that'd be pretty neat. <laughs> you know. But um yeah, that's the question. If anybody um if anybody cares to answer it, I know Jen's answered it already. Um just please do so in the community feedback um section of Discord. Or email us. Your um your idea is awesome. They have flying pranata, uh, pranas in in the game now, and uh, they get stuck on the enemies all the time. It's, it's our spell against oh, yeah. the enemy. It's not the other way around. We don't. There's nothing that they have against us. But I love it, especially like Rift Guardians, because they get stuck on the Rift Guardian's face, <laughs> and the Rift Guardians running around with like these prana, uh, these piranhas hanging out their face. They're not. They're not half bat and half prana. I, I do like that. Like, you know, you could have a giant one, like a giant bat with Pronado, and it'd be flying across the screen, and then it could, like... E even those, like, the big ones could, like, fly across the screen and hit you and maybe knock you back. And then uh, and then maybe others could jump on you. Uh, you know. Or, like, you walk in a room and they knock you out of the room. A anyway, yeah, that, I like the idea. That's cool. Uh, that's like cool. Or they can make a human centipede type demon. <laughs> I like the fire breathing demon thing. That's like you know that's cool because you know what's terrifying is the is the uh, the exorcist right the one that shoots the what exactly is he shooting out of his hand? Is that lightning? I think that's holy. It's holy damage. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like his soul or whatever, or he's sucking your soul out of you, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I hate those ones. Uh, I mean, hmm. I don't know. I'd have to put a lot of thought into what I want in Diablo 4. It's kind of hard to... It's kind of hard to... For me, it's kind of hard to say what I want, because I'm not sure what Diablo 4... I mean, nobody knows what Diablo 4 is. I mean, is it going to be a... Is it going to be a next-gen ARPG, or is it going to be, like, more MMO-ish? Or is it going to be, like, a Destiny-type thing? Or they did say it was going to be, like, a darker 
title like a Dark Souls type thing, right? So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I'll let you do your thing, brother. You got a week to think about it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going to read that, Jen, but that's okay. Oh, no. Yeah, we're going to do that next week. Yeah. Okay, my bad. I thought you were... My bad. My bad. Well, as stated above, whoo, send us that email. We can actually read it. Dang. Send us email and money. We like both. Make all checks payable to Dead Greed, please. Thank you very much. Uh, there was no blue notes. So that's the thing. Uh, we, well, there was one thing. I don't know if you want to get into it or not. The form thing. I, I guess they're, they got new form software. And they're going to migrate all the official forms over to this new software. And they're saying that the all the old stuff will not go over. Or did they say it will go over? I'm not sure. I don't think it's going over because people are mad that their post numbers ain't going over. It says you got to link your Battle.net. Okay, blah, blah, blah. No, yeah, sorry. Existing threads will not be carried over to new forms. Wow. That's uh that's pretty deep though. So anyway, they're doing it from June twenty fourth to June 9th, or July 9th. Uh, and uh we're gonna have a new I I'm not exactly sure. I, I read this and I, I wasn't You're on the forums more than I am. Do you have any idea why the heck they would do that? I have no idea. I wasn't really clear in this post. I don't. I didn't pay attention at the the WoW. Of course, it's been so long since I've been on the WoW um, forums that they they probably look the same as the Diablo ones because I looked at such different times that I have no. I didn't even pay attention. Um. Yeah. yeah I don't, anyway. They're moving the they're moving the forms. I, I don't I I think you can you can find the forms in the same place, just new software, right? Yeah, probably. So I guess what that means is there's gonna be nowhere to find the old forms. Probably. Hmm. Well I guess that's a thing. Okay. So I don't know if you got some kind of post that you wanna save or something you might want to go screenshot it because it's not going to be there anymore after a while well anyway well, that's that's all I have for the show you have anything else brother yeah, I want to I want to screenshot Shattered Soulstone being the number one on the top of the podcast uh, list yeah 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 yeah. go screenshot it brother <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't have anything else for the show we can do other media if you want to get into that yeah all right. Uh, what did you get into other media this week, brother? Um, going along, along with um, my Nazi um, propaganda documentaries from from Netflix. Um, 
I watched the dark charisma of Adolf Hitler, which I think was like three or four episodes. And they go into, um, basically go into how Adolf Hitler, like basically how everybody loved him at first. And then like, he said all, like he pointed the blame over here while he was doing like all the bad stuff over here. So in the, in the German's eyes, like he was doing all the good stuff while like other people were doing all the bad stuff and like they weren't linked together and stuff like that and um yeah I found it pretty interesting and um yeah there's a couple other like a couple other documentaries I've watched like uh, I can't even pronounce the name there was one it talked about um, again what Adolf Hitler did to the Jews. It was like Gruppenhausen or something like that. I can't remember what the. Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't. I don't understand. I don't know if it's because it's because I grew up in like a town of two hundred people. Or if it happened, like, all over the United States. But when I was growing up, history was like, okay, World War II happened. Adolf Hitler killed a whole bunch of Jews. That's all we're going to say about that. That's it. They didn't say nothing else. And then, um, like, you didn't, like, nobody knew anything. And then, now, for some reason... Netflix has like 10 to 15 documentaries of nothing but Adolf Hitler and Nazis and like everything that they did down to, you know, down to the numbers of people that died in World War II, you know what I mean? Like 7 million Germans died in World War II, which is pretty crazy. 7, 7 million Ger- Germans died and 6, 6 million Jews were killed. <laughs> Which is which is crazy. Like in yeah, one um, in one country, thirteen million people lost their lives. In one war. Um, I mean, I don't know if you ever. And I'll let you get back to your thing in just a second, but I don't know if you ever heard of Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. No. Well. Go to iTunes and download uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History World War II. He does a fantastic job. Covers the whole war. It, it is amazing. He is really, really good at history. Especially since you're really interested in the World War II. But he talks about, he talks about that. And, and um, you know, before World War One, basically, uh, there was some rather large wars, but the weaponry was not as advanced. Uh, during World War One, they really seen a lot of like it was a big uptick of of uh, lost life. Uh, 
they started using gas and they started using guns uh, like you know uh, machine guns you know and uh, anyway they, they had more advanced weaponry which allowed people to demolish more well World War two comes along and it's only ramped up from World War one and um, you know that's why I, I don't really I don't really know if we'll if, if, if we'll survive a World War three I mean uh, luckily we've we've managed to to get out of it to, to not get into one um, you know if you look at the date of world the dates of World War one and the dates of World War two of course there's there's been lots of war since World War two but nothing on that scale and if you look at it, they're, they're relatively close you know it's not um, it's not these things that were you know a hundred years apart or something he uh, just does a good job talking about why, um, you know, World War One was a real, tr- like, you know, they dug a bunch of trenches and they shot at each other, and it was just like this real long bloody trench warfare thing, and and every and you know both sides were just dug down and they were just, it was a lot of lot of a lot of people lost their life in that, and, and World War Two. It, it was just a nasty, you know, tanks. And, uh, a lot of a lot of things came into play. Uh, airplanes and, and uh, you know, bombing runs and and um, I, I can't remember who said it, but um, somebody was talking about how we invented, you know, the Wright brothers invented the airplane, and then fifty years later. We're dropping bombs out of airplanes. So, you know, we went how many ever thousands of years without an airplane. And then just 50 years after we invent airplanes, we're like, hey, we can drop bombs on people with these things. <laughs> so it's, I mean, you know, I guess that's the progression. But to get back to what you were saying, the number of deaths were just, it just dramatically escalating, you know, because of like warfare techniques and weapons and just listen to to Dan Carlin hardcore history uh, about the World War one and I think there's a whole series there's a whole series about World War one and World War two and um, really you'll enjoy it a lot especially since you're into the you know trying to figure out more about the history of, of the wars anyway I'll let you get back to your thing sorry why well, I, I... Like I knew, like I knew what happened at World War Two. Like I knew, you know, that Japan, for some reason, wanted the United States in the war. For whatever reason, you know. You want to know why? Why? Because we were freaking. We were blocking them from from getting supplies. We were we were doing naval blockades to help England, and Makes we were sense. supplying England, and they were like, "Well, you're not even in this war. What the heck are y'all doing?" So they steamed a whole entire battalion of ships all the way to Hawaii. We didn't even know about it. We were just like sipping mai tais and like 
making refrigerators and and uh you ever seen Pearl Harbor? It's pretty accurate. The movie yeah. Pearl Harbor. Really good movie, by the way. But anyway, yeah, that's why. We, we, were, we had all these trade embargoes, and we were, you know, we were really, um, we were hurting them. I mean, they were, uh, they were hurting our allies. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess it's because the war was over there. All the war was in Europe. Basically, well, Europe and you know Asia, I guess, because Japan, and so the war wasn't in America. And for years, we sat back and did nothing, and and the whole world wanted us to help, and we were like, ah, it's over there, and um, just because of where we're at in the world. You know, if, if America was right next to Europe, I'm, I'm sure we would have been in that thing to, on the jump. But because we have security in two giant oceans to our left and right, um, you know, it, it affords us some security that uh, other countries like France or Great Britain or Poland or uh, other other countries, they didn't have that. Anyway, it's... Um, like I said, uh, hardcore history, Dan Carlin. Check it out, bro. Yeah. Another, you told me about this like Friday when I was at work. But you told me to to listen to um, Joe Rogan episode 1315, which is Bob Lazar. He's on there and he's... Um, Allegedly, allegedly um, worked at Area 51, I think it's S4 or whatever. Yeah, S4 Department, Area 51. Yeah. Um, so I listened to that on Friday, and then they talk, they go through the whole spiel of um, this documentary on Netflix. So. What's the next thing you do is you watch the documentary on Netflix. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I guess his side of the story is he worked, he worked at this S4 and there was anti-gravity, I don't know, I, I, I guess a plate and a thing that went on top of the plate and it energized everything and you couldn't touch it. Which again, here's here's my question for it. If you couldn't touch it, how can you take the piece off of it? Just curious. Right? Well, look, I was listening. I wanted you to listen to it because, one, it was entertaining. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. It's hard to say. Um... There were some things that he said that I kind of thought, come on, bro, you've had 30 years to think of this, man. Like, come on, man. This was 30 years ago. He, uh, Joe Rogan asked him how he turned, how it operated. And he said it, you could turn it on and off in several, in, in several ways. And then he said his assistant showed him how to turn it on. 
and off. So in that only one way, I, I was I don't know. It was it was like, why would there be so many ways to turn this thing on and off? It's kind of like it. Some of the stuff he said just doesn't. It was kind of like what? Like you're saying he couldn't touch it, but um, what he's talking about is is it's a propulsion. He worked in propulsion and. What did he say? Potion and energy, maybe? Is that right? His department? I can't remember. Jesus Christ, I listened to it twice and watched the documentary and don't even... <laughs> <sighs> anyway. He was... Oh. He was involved in researching or reverse engineering so he says uh, the propulsion systems of this alien spacecraft which he said they dug up in an um, archaeological site so it would have been thousands of years old he said he don't know how many of them were dug up though yeah, but... Could have been one out of the nine. Okay. I had questions that didn't get answered. Like, why would we have nine? He said that he never asked where they came from. Well, no, he said... he Or he said his, the lab assistant told him that they came from some star. I, I, anyway. There was a lot of questions that that really I was kind of like why didn't Joe ask that because it was really an obvious question but anyway the one thing I really wanted to ask that guy that Joe didn't ask him was like have you ever thought because he came he didn't he didn't get hired and got an alien aircraft and then brought it to him and then they started working on it, taking it apart, trying to figure it out. He got hired after the guy who was working in his spot died because they took a plasma cutter and tried to cut into the anti-gravity machine and it exploded and killed him. So then he gets hired. It's all this top secret junk. Nobody can talk to anybody in any of the departments. Everything is all split up. He gets there they give him a little brief to read and then he goes to work so he doesn't have any knowledge of anything that happened before him he didn't have any knowledge of anything that happened after him so I was thinking like look he, he said a bunch of times that this technology does not exist well obviously if you are working on it it exists so somebody somewhere made this stuff um, the fascinating thing is like the nine things that he said back in the 80s that is totally true now and was not true in the 80s uh, like bluetooth wireless technology wireless charging technology um uh biometrics 
uh, bone scanning. They didn't have that in the 80s, bro. Um, that hand scanner thing. Uh, the, the Anyway, uh, oh, the fuel, right? The, the element. Element one, 115. Yeah, yeah. Element 115, which they didn't even discover until uh, 2000 and... Was it 15 or 5? I can't remember. I think 2005, right? I can't remember. Okay, either way, 2015 and 2005, they discovered this element that this guy is on tape in 88 saying that they were using it to power the anti-gravity machine. How did he know about that? I mean, this is a lot of things that, like, obviously somebody made this stuff that he was working on. Um, look, the one thing I would have asked him is, how do you know that the people before you didn't build that thing and it complete and then just ma- and just told everybody it was alien because they're very secretive and they don't want you going out and telling your friends, which is exactly what he did. He went and told all his friends that they had alien spacecraft at the site. All his friends brought motorhomes and like who. First of all, who sneaks up on a classified military base in motorhomes? <laughs> I, I was like, I would have been in a ghillie suit. They would have never known I was there. I don't understand. Like, they brought giant camcorders. This was in the 80s. They brought giant camcorders and motorhomes. I don't understand obviously the guy's smart he went to MIT and um, some other place he's obviously smart enough to reverse engineer anti-gravity machine he's smart enough to even know what the hell an anti-gravity machine is but you're not smart enough to not bring a freaking RV to a freaking classified alien aircraft flight test i mean i don't know i just thought it was kind of like this weird thing there was a couple other things that bugged me about his story um anyway it was interesting it's a joe rogan experience 1315 uh bob lazar there's a netflix uh, documentary called bob lazar area 51 and aliens right I can't remember. It's it's got a weird title. Anyway, there was these. I had many questions. Uh, for example, I was in the military. I handled classified material. Now I'm not gonna sit here and tell you I was handling these advanced alien weapons or anything. It was just classified, regular classified material that you can't tell anybody. You can't show anybody. And if I would have broken my classification, one, you'd go to prison for a long time for espionage. Espionage, that is no joke. They will, they will put you in prison for the rest of your life for that stuff. So it's kind of strange that 
he went to the news to an investigative journalist and whistleblowed. I mean, let's just say that it was true. Let's just assume that the government has nine alien aircraft and they're reverse engineering alien technology in Area 51, which is what everybody believes, right? Let's just say, let's just assume that's true for just a second. Let's just assume that this guy did work there. And let's assume that he went to the news and blabbed it on the freaking news. You don't think he would go to jail? He, he said he went to the news for an insurance so that they wouldn't kill him. Hmm. He's not dead. And he's not in prison. I don't know, brother. I don't know if they have alien technology or not, but I'll tell you something that they do have. Stealth bombers. You ever seen a stealth bomber? You ever seen what it looks like? It don't look like any airplane I've seen, bro. And, by the way, the stealth bomber was developed in Area 51 in S6, right down the road from where he was working. In some highly classified, although all the people working on the stealth bomber didn't run around to the freaking news blabbing their mouth. And we didn't know about stealth bombers until the Gulf War. And they had stealth bombers for 50 years before we knew about them. You want to know the reason why we know about stealth bombers now? Because one was shot down, maybe? I don't know. No. Because they were going to use it against Saddam Hussein in the first Gulf War. Because Saddam Hussein had, when when, when we were going to fly over Kuwait into Iraq to do bombing runs, he had a ton of surface-to-air missiles. So we needed, we needed a better way to do our... Because what, what we like to do is we like to go in and bomb everything. And then we like to send in the troops after everything, you know, after everything is uh, softened up, as they like to say. That's what's our strategy. That's what we like to do. So if you send regular jets and start doing bombing runs, you're going to have a very high possibility of having them shot down. Because he's got a lot of, he had a lot of surface-to-air missiles. And, and that kind of technology. So in order to get around that, they decided that they were going to use the stealth bomber. But the problem is the Gulf War was right around the time when like news, the news media started firing up around wars and they started taking cameras and they started filming that. So before they got that alien looking spaceship on freaking the news and everybody was freaking out about aliens, they decided to let everybody know and that's why we know about them. They had them for 50 years and not a single person said anything about the stealth bomber. We didn't know about it. Now, if Bob Lazar didn't go to whatever his name was, Gary Knapp or whatever his name was, the news media guy, and he didn't blab about that, then maybe we would have never known about Bluetooth technology <laughs> And wireless charging and bio 
you know, Element 115 and all that stuff that, that came out from that. I mean, look, all these governments all over the world, they have their secret programs. They're developing weapons. It's what it is. What's to say whatever he was working on wasn't developed by us? I mean, it's just as possible that we developed it as some stupid uh, alien civilization uh, 40 million light years away did it. I mean, if, if he thinks that aliens from 40 million light years made this stuff and we ended up with, like, it's so... Like, how did we get nine? Nine is such a random number. Like, we they're not looking for their nine aircraft? Like, what's... I don't understand that. So, if he thinks... He thinks that it's, it is impossible that we made it. But he also thinks that it's possible that 40 million light years away, there's an alien civilization, and we stole nine of their aircraft, and they're just like, ah... We got lots more. We don't need them nine. Let me tell you something. We somebody shoots the Blackhawk down or uh, uh, whatever uh, Tomcat or whatever we got, a stealth bomber. We're going to get it. And if we can't recover it, we're going to burn it or or blow it in place. So I don't know. That's, I know that's a long rant. Anyway, that was my media too because that's what. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know some of the stuff he said it's like how I don't know if to believe the guy or not I mean parts of his story the whole story is spectacular and and you know how does he know about bluetooth how does he know about wireless charging how does he know about all this stuff how does he know about 115 how does he know about biometric bone scanning? How does he know about the little hand scanner? How does he know about retina scanning? How does he know about face recognition ID? Right? How does he know about any of that stuff if he wasn't working on at least something? Alien? I don't know. I know that, um... I mean, uh... When did we find out about Paperclip? And, like... 2006 or something? I don't, I don't know if you know what Operation Paperclip is. I guess that's a better way to start. Yeah, it's when they released everything that actually happened in Area 51. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, Operation Paperclip was after World War II, we went into Germany and got all the high-level uh, Nazi scientists and brought them over to America and was like, all right, all the stuff y'all did, forgiven. Just, uh, you know, help us run NASA. I mean, Vonner, Braun, whatever the hell that guy's name is, the head of NASA, he was a Nazi from Germany. And he got over here through Operation Paperclip. We didn't even know that Operation Paperclip was a thing until like 2006 or something. So, if they could keep that, I mean, why couldn't they have built this ship themselves? I don't know. Anyway, some of the stuff he said really bugs me, but you know, like if you were telling me a story and all the facts were bugging me, 
like like he had the name of the place where it was like some star right why would they tell you that you know I don't know he, he said that the 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 saucer didn't fly straight like you would think it flew belly first so it flew like that why would it do that I don't understand that at all uh, and I've never ever ever seen a picture of it flying like that not that I've seen a bunch of alien spacecraft flying but he said a lot of stuff that didn't make that I was just like questioning his story but the but the nine hard facts can't be disputed right because like and it's not like he's saying that today oh I worked on Bluetooth technology oh I worked on this I worked on that I worked on this this is stuff that he said in the in the 80s and it's recorded and, and uh, they, they played the interview from the 80s so this is stuff that he said from the 80s again how do you you can't dispute that type of stuff and the crazy thing is something definitely happened right because they erased his birth certificate they erased all his education all his degrees he don't have degrees no more so something happened. I mean, if you worked at a place and they didn't like you no more and they fired you, they don't go around like erasing your birth certificate and and, and erase and threatening you and like auditing all your friends and you know all kinds of crazy stuff. They just tell you don't come back, don't work here no more. Erase your job history. Yeah, they. Yeah, they, it, not even just their job history. Like they, he, uh, on paper, he never worked for them. He never worked for the three other companies that he worked for. He never owned the businesses he owned. Like, I don't know, something happened. So it's suspicious because why would they erase his birth certificate? Why would they erase all this stuff if it was just, if he just was like, you know, working on a blue tape technology? If you just got hired to make wireless charging, why would you? So it's definitely something, right? I mean, I can't say it's alien. Because we don't know if aliens exist. At least I don't know. They're, so, probably, they're probably getting ready to off them, but then they then they were like, ah, we better not. He went to the, he went to the news and everywhere else. <laughs> what kind of suspicious if he died? <laughs> died mysteriously or disappeared here's the other thing that I just thought about that really bugged me about his story is he said that his wife was cheating on him and they knew it because they had his phones tapped uh, and they didn't they, re they removed him from working on the project because his wife was cheating on him don't make no sense brother I mean, here he is telling all his friends that he's working on alien spacecraft and reverse engineering anti-gravity machines. But they pull him in a room and say, hey, your wife's cheating on you. That's why you can't work here no more. What? Does that make any sense to you? 
I don't know. They, they, I guess whenever, whenever they got the job, they told him he had to have a stable, a stable home life. You know. Well, that's what he said. Yeah, that's what he but said. But he's yeah. on the okay. But he said his phones were tapped, and mm-hmm. he's on the phone telling his friends, "Hey, we're gonna meet Wednesday and go out here in campers and watch this special alien." spacecraft test flight don't you think they'd be more interested in that and not that his wife is sleeping with some flight instructor yeah but all that would think was after his wife was cheating on him and stuff like that yeah but he got busted he got busted at the test flight in a camper those guys ran up on him and they arrested him when he was arrested, then they told him that his wife was cheating on him through uh, transcripts of the phone calls. And my immediate thought was, he's talking on the phone, don't know his phone's tapped. He's talking on the phone, telling all of his friends that there's aliens at the base and all this crazy stuff going on, right? And the one thing they're interested in is his wife's freaking having an affair. I, I don't It made no it doesn't make sense, brother. I, that's what I'm saying. It don't make sense to me. Like, why would you... I mean, I, I can understand using that for leverage. But it was... The beans were already spilt. It was on the news. It was too late. And if you have the phones tapped, why don't you arrest him before you, he goes to... I mean, he talked to the dude on the phone. He told the guy on the phone, Hey, uh, there's alien spacecraft out here. You come out here and investigate this stuff. They would know that if they're listening to his phone calls. It just look. It bugs me. I, like I said, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things in the story that's interesting that you that you can't refute. Like the Element One Fifteen, for example. How did he know about that if he wasn't working on at least some kind of secret project? And let me tell you something. If you were, if it was 1980. Or 1970, I think they started in the 60s. But if it was 1960 and you graduated college and they hired you to move out to the desert and start assembling and working on the stealth bomber, let's just say, and you've seen it and you've seen the way it flies and it and you, it doesn't get picked up on any radar. And I told you, maybe I was your boss, and I told you, yeah, we got this thing from the Star Zephyr Kai brand belt. You would, you might think that thing's an alien spacecraft. It don't look like anything else. That, what else does that thing look like? They developed a, a ton of aircraft out there. I mean, is anybody trying to say the stealth bomber come from another planet? I've never heard that. Have you ever heard anything like that? No, it's because we know we developed that thing. Now, I don't know what this anti-gravity propulsion system is. And and he was very... Not only that, but the wireless technology. He was blown away by the wireless technology. Because he said that... Uh, if you just set the components next to each other, they automatically connected to each other and worked. 
There was no wires. He said it a bunch of times, remember? He said it a bunch of times. There was a couple things he said that I liked. Like, for example, when he said that um, they had the nuclear... Like, think about it. He took a nuclear reaction and uh, reactor and dropped it off to the Victorian times. They would think that is, like, complete magic. They wouldn't have any idea what that is. And that's kind of like what he's saying, comparing that to the anti-reactor or the anti-gravity reactor. Um, but again, he was very fascinated with the wireless technology. And if you would have just taken any number of the 20 things I have at this house that works on wireless technology, he would have been completely... I could have told him that I got this freaking... This right here, this real man phone on on Cloud Zephyr Tribe Blaster Master or whatever the heck. And look, it works through... Yeah, you just... I, I get in my car and it automatically starts playing on the speakers. And he'd have been like, wow, alien technology. This is crazy. You can take good butt pictures with it. Aliens must like butts. I mean, I don't... You understand what I'm saying? I, I'm not exactly buying that it's aliens. I mean, he said he was. He said it a bunch of times that it was like, "Oh, there's no way this this technology does not exist. There's no way we could do it." Well, obviously, it exists. You worked on it. I don't know. It's a real smart guy, but I think um, I think sometimes you want to believe something so bad that I, I don't think you can see. I don't think you can see the facts. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, long long other media. <laughs> Sorry, I, I I I get off on a tear. Sorry if you guys ain't into alien technology. I know you're probably like stabbing yourself in the ears by now. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great. I don't know. I'm not even into aliens that much. I just it, it was like this story. Like, dang, you know, like this is fascinating. I listened to it twice, back to back. By the way. Uh, anyway, you have anything else for the show, other media-wise? Uh, anything else? Um, nope. Before I go into another forty-five-minute rant about aliens. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to my long rant about aliens, and uh, we we here at the Shattered Soulstone, we we really love you guys. Y'all are awesome. You know, you listen to our show every week. Uh, I think we're the number one Diablo podcast on iTunes. Although, uh, Cool Story Bro did did release a show. Did that? Yeah, it's out, brother. 84, episode 84, Cool Story Bro. They go into the latest Diablo 4 news. So, give them a listen, Cool Story Bro. Other than that, uh, again, thanks to the fans for listening. And uh, I will say bye-bye, and I'll let uh, Shazam do the same, and then he can close the show. You've been listening to episode 216 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It's an episode. You can find the show's blog and listen to the show archives at www.theshatteredsoulstone.com. Sorry, www.shatteredsoulstone.com. With your support, you can help the show grow. Become a Patreon today, patreon.com slash soulstone. Come join us in-game or in-game community and clan. Both named Shattered Soulstone are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate 
team and community-based experience, find our Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page, as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. The show is powered by you, the listener. Send your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show's Twitter at at Shattered Stone, Vesper at Vespertilio1189, Dead Greed at Dead Greed1812, and me at Shazam81. Oh, sorry, Shazam081. You can find the show's Facebook page at facebook.com slash Shattered Soulstone and Vespertilio at facebook.com slash Vespertilio1189. We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find the show, you can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at www.thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, over 215 episodes for your listening pleasure. Dawn, Dawn Forge! Forge. This podcast brought to you by Dawn Forge Productions, copyright 2019. Get more at thedawnforge.com.